Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do Or you just need something fun to listen to Southside Pod! Yes, we're on the Southside air Pod. And the gang's all here, all things on the Southside We're listening to the Southside Pod Looking for the best Southside breweries Or you might just need an awesome place to eat Green, Blue Island, Beverly, pay listen, all sub to your tuned in to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod! Oak Lawn, Midlothian, Oak Forest, Chicago Ridge, Flossmore, and Bridgeview, you're listening to Southside Pod! Welcome back here to the Southside Pod. Dom- Dominic is going to uh, Brother Rice, you decided. Nice. Southside School. He decided. No, I, I never told him he had to go there. I went there. I never told him he had to go there. Do you get a discount, like a legacy discount? I get all kinds of discounts. It's crazy. Really? Oh, yeah. Are I get they, a discount. Are sponsors of the show? I get a discount. <laughs> they, they had, here's the thing. My daughter's at Mother Macaulay. There were not a lot of discounts. Nope. Mother Macaulay wants all your money. Okay. Yeah. Brother Rice, on the other hand, like, I'm getting a discount. There were five discounts. You really five discounts? Because you, were, you went yeah. there? There were five discounts. One of them is if you are a first responder, which I don't qualify for anymore because I'm a podcaster instead of a 911 dispatch. Why is it podcaster? We are, though, first, but I, I'm, we're total. the first thing people listen right. to in they're, the morning. Yeah, yeah. seriously. <laughs> <Tom>. <laughs> I'll, I'll apply for that one. Okay. But he gets one because of me as a legacy. He gets money mm, off. Maybe we should change that term. <laughs> you went there. He gets, yeah. <laughs> he gets money off because his sister's at a sister school sister school so she's right. at macaulay so because of that he gets money off for that macaulay doesn't give us money off for him being at rice really brother rice is like have you seen the prices over there next yeah. door we'll take some money off we feel bad sure. for you that's, right. what, it, 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 that's what it felt like and then and then brother rice gives money is giving me money off because i have another kid in catholic grammar school oh nice because they, they're like if we take care of him now yeah, they'll we'll like us so later. much that he'll show up at Brother Rice. Right. That's what it is. Yeah. So there were, and I can't you'll remember get fewer what, discounts later. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. We'll take a couple off. But I mean, I, I shaved 2,500 off just on those things. You know, I was like, I was like, that's awesome. Now I'm like, now go, uh, you know, apply for some no. financial aid, a couple of scholarships, and get bars. a job, kid, because this is yeah. expensive. That's basically what I told him. And you're done playing hockey too, right? Well, yeah. he wants to play hockey, and I told him he's going to have to get a job to pay yeah. for his hockey. Seriously? Wow. Okay. Well, it, at least some of it. He's got to come up with some of it. I mean, it's another thirty five hundred dollars. Expensive a year. hobby. You know, I mean, like if you want like it, podcast. I told him I was like, I'll pay for all your hockey, your budding hockey career. He's never playing in the NHL, but I mean, like, you want to play hockey? Fine. Go to public school. And then I'll pay for hockey. <laughs> like you go to public school, I'll pay for hockey. I'll buy you new skates. A shorter take, walk, right? And if you and if you score a hat trick, I'll take you to a strip club. Like I mean, like wow. whatever you want, and I'll still end up with more money, right? Like I'll be fine. I mean, like the amount of money I'm spending on him going to Rice compared to if I just sent him that, like the local high school. Like, yeah, what's wrong with Evergreen Park High School? I was fine with it. He wanted to go to Rice, so I was like, all right, I can swing it. I'm going to work hard and give yeah. you the same opportunities my parents gave me. They let me go there. So, like, it's like that thing where it's like, well, like, I can't deny him. My mother and father didn't deny, deny me. Yeah. So I've got to find a way to get this done sure. no matter what Thanks, it takes. mom and dad. I've got to do it, right? But, but like, to me, I was like, you want to play hockey, you're paying for that or yeah. you're going to public school. So right. he chose go to Rice, get a job. And I'm, I'm cool with it. Teaches them some responsibility. Does he clean gutters? 
Yeah, he'll clean some gutters for you. <laughs> I mean, I got some jobs for him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'll put him. I'm not work, getting man. up on a tall ladder. Are you kidding yeah. me? I'm already making up flyers. All right. Rent a kid. Rent a kid. <laughs> I like it. I'll have a list of things. Yeah. And then if you need to rent a kid the, for anything else, call yeah. me. We'll it's like talk. a priceless. It's like a menu. Okay. Right. Yeah. A menu. That, could go, like that. that could go weird. Could so. go weird. Yeah. Right. Could go really weird. The really weird. Live in the neighborhood it all comes anymore. down yeah. to how much they're willing to pay. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it is now time for your Southside Pod Word on the Street. It's all brought to you by Leapforth Law. Larry Leapforth is a close personal friend of this show. He's practiced law in the South Suburbs for decades, former president of the Southwest Bar Association, and he brings in the big settlements for personal injury lawsuits. He also handles criminal defense, real estate, probate, and corporate law. For justice, equality, and trust, reach out and let Larry help you. Call 708-499-6300 or visit leapforthlaw.com. This episode of Southside Pod out on Thursday afternoon instead of when you woke up in the morning because myself and also Larry Leapforth, who I bumped into, we were all at the big watch party for Team USA. Couple of Southsiders on that team went for gold on Wednesday night. Abby Murphy out of Evergreen Park. We were at the watch party with her family. I think pretty much the entire village of Evergreen Park fit inside the bar to watch it. Kendall Coyne, of course, the captain out of Palis. Unfortunately, they lose the game 3-2. to two. But I know from my experience at the Evergreen Park watch party, such a big deal for the entire community. Uh, Abby Murphy's mom got up on the bar and thanked everybody for cheering her kid on. It was touching. Everybody was walking around slapping high fives, even in defeat. And I'm pretty sure uh, when they get back, even though it's a silver medal, all of the Olympians on that team, especially those here on the South Side, will get hearty congratulations from all of us. Meanwhile, in the Evergreen Park, Mount Greenwood area, Queen of Martyrs, Principal Doc Mathias, who went mask optional before anybody else in Cook County was doing it, defied the Archdiocese of Chicago, and they actually turned around 24 hours later and went mask optional at his school and pretty much all the suburban Archdiocesan schools he is out now officially at Queen of Martyrs. He did start something though. You have to give him that. More schools going mask optional 24 hours after District 218 here in the suburbs had said they were going to table discussions on doing so. Richards, Shepard, and Eisenhower will go mask optional on Tuesday, the 22nd of February. Out in Lamont, the township plans a Mardi Gras party for older adults. And when you're asking what kind of Mardi Gras party will this be? It'll be one that starts at 10.30 in the morning. It costs $5 for the event. They're probably not handing out many beads, at least for what they traditionally do it for. But you can contact the township to reserve your spot for the event 630-257-2522. That's your word on the street. We mentioned Doc Mathias, a teacher that I had at Brother Rice High School. I brought him up last week when this whole thing was happening on Southside Pod. He spent some time on the phone with me right after everything went down and he was placed on administrative leave. I'm not going to play the entire interview for you. If you want the whole thing, you go to one of the other podcasts on our network, the EP podcast. But I did want to share with you his reasons. The thing that led him to be fired, to lose his job as principal, he felt very strongly about what he did. When he tells the story about the tipping point, I have been told by so many people that it tugged right at their heartstrings. If you have not heard it yet, you can hear it now on Southside Pod. In some small way, uh, at least I was able to touch the, the people 
that depend on me. They depend on me to do the right thing. You know, there's a uh, uh, axiom in uh, in education. It's, I think it's actually legal doctrine in, in local parentis. It, it means that when when parents turn their kids over to their administrators and teachers at their school, the teachers, because of the absence of their parents, become their parents. And it's something that I've taken my, my whole my whole educational life I've taken very, very seriously. And there I am. I'm I'm their dad. I'm I'm their I'm their dad there. And uh I I've I've watched the struggles and I'm not gonna throw a blanket over everybody, but there were kids that were struggling. The uh the, the difficulties that are rising more and more in uh developing speech patterns and and uh the, the uh, rising rate of speech impediments, the uh the social emotional aspect. I, I got to the point, Chris, where I just I felt I I had to do something. This this little nobody principal in this small school in Evergreen Park, Illinois. Who? How how can I expect that this is going to draw any attention? I wasn't looking for the attention. I just did what I thought I had to do for my kids and for their parents. So why don't we go through real quick the decision that you made just for all the people that are listening, because it everybody has a different view on this. And I think that the, the hardest thing for people to understand is that your view may be different from somebody else's because you're at a different stage or you've had a different experience over the last couple of years. I mean, I will admit that early on in this pandemic, when we didn't know what was going on, I stood inside of the church. You can ask Father Marty about what happened because the EP podcast was recording the masses for Queen of Martyrs and for Most Holy Redeemer and sending them out on our feed when nobody could go to church. And I got into an argument with a guy who wasn't wearing a mask who came too close to me. And I was like, back off, man. I got a kid with asthma. And I had an argument inside the church. Okay. I mean, I have had my times when I've been very nervous and very worried about what is going on. But I've also had, you know, doctors on this show, people who listen to this show, know that Dr. David Beckman from over on Western Avenue here in Evergreen Park has been on throughout the entire pandemic and talked about the science behind things and the studies that are there. I know that the first time I went out someplace and didn't have a mask on, I felt nervous. I had to get used to the entire idea after not doing it. But I also know that it's important to continue to educate yourself on the science because it continues to change. That's what science does. You are a biology teacher. I think you understand that more than anybody, that a theory that occurs or a, a study that comes out two years ago may not be the same as what they've learned at this point. So what did you see that made you feel comfortable with the idea that these kids could take their mask off inside of the school and that the the restrictions were worse than the actual virus. I can point to a poignant moment um, some weeks ago, perhaps perhaps a month, uh, that really that really crystallized it in my mind. In addition to everything that I just talked about with the, the social emotional uh, difficulties and the and the speech difficulties, I was uh, 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 just exiting my office um, and. Uh, Forgive me, I can't remember uh, if it was a pre-K class or a kindergarten, my kindergarten class. Um, they were down near my office you know, for the restroom break. And I uh, saw so a beautiful little girl uh, comes out of the restroom to get in line with her, with her classmates, and she didn't have her mask on yet. And, and Chris, I, I looked at her, and I didn't know who it was. 
Yeah. She, she put her mask on and I knew her immediately. And I said, Oh dear God, <laughs> I think, I think in addition to everything else that I'm hearing, I'm reading, something's got to change. And, 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 and I, I would, I would never point fingers at the good folks at the archdiocese, but if they're guilty of anything, in my humble opinion, in my humble opinion, personal opinion, the, the thing that they were guilty of is there, there's no cookie cutters. And educators should understand that. There, is, there are no cookie cutters. Every situation individually and collectively is different. I thought the mistake that they made was not giving each school the autonomy to make a call for their community for their specific demographic and, and I, I think they failed in that regard I have a confession to make it's true and I'm guessing you have done the same thing put more time into thinking about what's for dinner than preparing for your retirement but if you think your retirement needs deserve more attention, I agree with you, and I want to help you out. I've got a local, experienced, down-to-earth guy who's a friend of this show. He's got a get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values, and he's been around for over 20 years right here on the South Side. His name is Tom Walsh. He's located on the corner of 111th and Kedzie, and he's waiting for your call. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call someone who's invested in your success. Reach out to Tom now, 773-779-0023, or pop in at the office right on 111th and Kedzie. Tell him we sent you. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. My daughter is Wait, you have a daughter? really into oh. anime all of a sudden. Like Japanese anime? Yeah. Well, is there any other kind of anime? I don't know. Sure. I'm sure Dutch there's anime. Polish anime. Dutch I don't anime know. is phenomenal. <laughs> Dutch anime. They can really animate those wooden shoes <laughs> and like, windmills and tulips. <laughs> Brazilian anime. It's like, wonderfully what? awful. Man, he just boring. ripped off three Dutch things off yeah, the top I mean, like, of his head. That was impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. That was impressive. Yeah, I like that, uh, that Iranian anime. It's that real deep cut stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's all from Japan, you goon. Okay. It's where, that's where it comes from. I want to make right? sure I understand what we're talking about. So she's she's really into this stuff. And to the point where now... Amsterdam and She's starting <laughs> to, to get into the whole culture of it. Oh. And it's decided... She's talking like an accent? It's decided that she is going to be a skateboarder. Now, did you ever skateboard? You did, right, Bill? Yeah, I did absolutely. too. Yeah. All right. You did too? Oh, yeah. All right. So well, how should hard... I go show her my scar that put me out a year of my life and yeah, cost my parents $60,000? I wish you would because she went out. Pull your pants back up. With her birthday An money. Oh. She went out with her birthday money <laughs> and bought. Down to show her ankle. She went out and bought a tricked they, out They show ankles in Iranian anime, by the way. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Are you talking, Chris? Yeah, I was. Oh, sorry. But it doesn't matter anymore. All right. Okay. Your daughter's going to be a skateboarder. Yeah, but the thing is, is like. How how easy a is it? Border or a skateboarder? A regular a skateboarder looks like she bought. She went and got this tricked out skateboard that was like designed in a, a skateboard skate store. Yeah, and she went and she went to one and she bought one. She's never skateboarded her in her life. Tricks. So how easy is it to pick up, or is this just a really fancy decoration in her room now? Um, it depends on how much she can practice. Right. It's not easy. Like I and how much she can get back up. Yeah, you're gonna fall, you're gonna hurt yourself. You're gonna hurt yourself bad. I told her, like, you're really gonna hurt yourself. to get back on it right. after you hurt yourself 
bad. The amount yep. of times I shaved all of the skin off of my shins yeah. from falling. What yeah. stopped me, I was 16 years old, and like I said, I broke my ankle in half. It was literally when they picked me up uh, off the ground from the ambulance. Oh. 90 degrees. Dangling. 90 oh. degrees. No, the bone was in half. Yeah. It just dangled. <laughs> I don't want Plates this. Plates and six screws. Oh, I don't want this. I, I was young enough. I was 16, so they had to put it in there, and then like a year later, they had to take it out because I was still growing. Oh, yeah. I don't want this. So it was about a year and a half of my life gone. Well, did she stop growing? No. Then you'll be fine. Oh, okay. No, I don't want this. This is like, and this is why I didn't want her to do it. Like, I made her buy wrist guards because I was like, you've already what broken your wrist twice. What does anime have to do with skateboarding? I don't know. She got into anime and then she got into skateboarding. That's there must be an anime where there's skateboarding. 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 Yeah. yeah, like, anime's a gateway into... Anime, uh, skateboarding, <laughs> then LSD is next. Right. That's how it works. Not you how know? it works. That's how it works. <laughs> what was a rabbit's name in Bambi? It was Thumper. What's this called in radio speak? It's called a bumper. It's a bumper. Man, those are getting lazier and lazier. You know who's not lazy? The folks that work hard over at the Double Play Saloon. Like that transition? I liked it. Get out to Blue Island this weekend or any day of the week and go to Double Play Saloon, a great, big, huge bar with darts and bags and they have leagues there, even though I think all the signups are done. If you want to get in on one of those leagues, you can reach out to Tommy. I do it right away, 773-574-0992. They've got great food there as well. $5 basket lunch special. Stop in if you're in the area of Blue Island. $13 Miller and Bud Family Buckets. They also have temperature soup. When it's cold... You're paying whatever the temperature is outside for a bowl of soup. If we get down below zero again, it's free. They also have a beautiful, newly remodeled private gaming area. If you like to go out to a bar, have some beers, meet some friends, make new friends. It's a friendly place and you might even win some money. 13011 Western Avenue in Blue Island, the Double Play Saloon. A place that I may stop into this weekend because I need a pep me up. I have been so angry this week. It's it's weird. Like, you know how you, you, you're just going along and one bad thing happens and then another bad thing happens and then you just get annoyed about something you probably shouldn't get annoyed about. Like I had a kid all week long, like, like coughing in my house. Coughing drives me nuts. I, my, my poor daughter, and I feel bad for her. She's not feeling well. Uh, you know, she's got something where essentially she's got a lingering cough that won't go away. Everything else about her is fine. Just for some reason, just just won't go away. And it's just in the background. It's just just getting to me. And then, you know, I'm reading all this stuff about poor Doc Mathias. I, I had him as a, as a high school teacher. I think the guy did something very brave. It didn't work out for him. I get a little little agitated about that. I'm like, he's a good guy. And the world did not work out in the way that it should have for him. And then then I see this thing this week where the first radio station I was ever on, WPGU 107.1 The Plan in Champaign-Urbana, is part of this company called the Illini Media Company. It's run by a bunch of morons, okay? They were morons when I was there in the late 90s. They're morons now. And they decided they were going to do some Hall of Fame announcement. It was actually carried in Chicago papers. And they leave out the entire group from the 90s, essentially, that had, you know, the highest ratings, made them the most amount of money, and had massive commercial success, and then has all these people that went off into media and did things and are currently doing things all over the country. None of those people matter, though, because they never liked that alternative radio station. They wanted it to be something else. You're supposed to be a piddly little college radio station. So at some point, they basically took away everything that that was built over there, everything that I worked hard for and people like Bill worked hard for, and now they broadcast out of a basement someplace on the campus with like a laptop. I mean, the setup at my bar is more complicated than what that radio station has right now. It's disgusting to me. I got so angry, I started a spite Facebook page. 
just a spite, a spite page, like Larry David in Curb Your Enthusiasm with his spite coffee shop. I made a spite Facebook page. That's how angry I have been this week. I, I need to come down this weekend. I need, this is nice. I need, thank you. I need something. Come, thank you. I feel like you guys are going to help me right here. I'm not normally an angry guy. What is this song? Just one of those days when you don't want to wake up. Everything is, everybody sucks. You don't really know why, but you want to justify ripping someone's head off. No human contact. And if you interact, your life is on contract. Your best bet is to stay away. It's just, just one, one of those days. days. It's all about the he says, she says. Just one of those days. One of those days. I think you better quit letting it slip, or you'll be living with a fat lip. It's just one of those, one of those days. Feeling like a freight train, first one to complain, lives with the blood stain. Damn right, I'm a maniac. You better watch your back, cause I'm messing up your program, and then you're stuck up. You're just locked up, next in line to get messed up. Your best bet is to stay away. One of those days. One of those days. I think you better quit. You be living with a fat limb. One of those days. He said, she said. Just. One of those days. I get mad about certain stuff. I get mad, like, you know, my new thing that I... And I, I'm not mad about it as much anymore, but, like, you're a fireman, right? Yeah. And I worked in a 911 dispatch center and was a 911 supervisor, one of the busiest 911 centers. Like, And I always felt guilty being called the first responder. And people would say, but, yeah, you're the first voice anybody hears. Sometimes you're giving CPR instructions before they even get the first responder there. And I even felt uncomfortable. Because I'm like, okay, fine. Technically, I'm there on the scene. Yeah. But I'm not actually there, right? So I ever, I always felt uncomfortable being included in it. Now, everybody's a first responder. Sure. Like, I'm confused I, by some I, of it. I have a, a friend who's a mortician, and he literally first calls himself responder. a last responder. <laughs> <laughs> he calls him. That's a perfect description. <laughs> you know? yep. Like, you know, I mean, I, there's just certain things where I sit there and I go, okay, fine. Look, I know you do a difficult job. I get it. But to me, first responders who shows what up with this right whole thing. after Everyone something got butthurt right, and wanted to be essential. Right after well, something explodes, that means I had to go to the office like that, all the time. You know? That was the worst thing ever. I'm a first responder. What do you do? Drive the, you know, fill up the gas that takes the bread truck to the grocery stores that feed the doctors that take care of the patients. <laughs> okay. I hope you know I pack a chainsaw. Chainsaw. I pack a chainsaw. Chainsaw. I skin your ass raw. Chainsaw. I'll pack a chainsaw. Chainsaw. I'll scale well rock. Pack a chainsaw. I'll pack a chainsaw. I'll pack a chainsaw. And if my day, and if my day, and if my day keeps going this way. If my day keeps going this way. I feel better now. 
Let's do your Southside Bulletin Board, shall we? The Bulletin Board brought to you by Dreamers Towing and Recovery, serving the south side of Chicago and south suburbs. Available 24-7, 365, whenever you need them. They also buy your junk cars. Put this number in your phone for when you need a tow. 773-410-4549. We've been over to One Allegiance Brewing in Chicago Ridge a bunch of times to taste some beers on this show. Now they're having a winter luau on Saturday. Kicks off at noon, goes to 1 a.m., a Hawaiian-themed experience in the tap room. They're also busting out the Pina Colada Sucker Punch and the Pineapple Sucker Punch. Mario's Tacos also going to be on scene, and the John and Phil Band will be playing from 7 to 10 p.m. Grinders Training Academy knows that you've probably signed up your kids for, say, softball or baseball or maybe even another sport they can train at 102nd and Kedzie Avenue. Youth sports training and conditioning fitness classes for all levels, kids and adults. They got private coaching and coaches. You can rent their facilities. Learn more about them. Check it all out at grindersacademy.com. That's grinders with a Z, academy.com. Back over to the Double Play Saloon in Blue Island. They've got a couple of acts coming in on Saturday night. Another reason to stop by there. Luke and Jake going acoustic at 7 p.m. on Saturday. The Palisard Brothers play at 8 Maybe Friday night's your thing. You want to go out a night early? Fine. 90s Pop Nation at 115 Bourbon Street kicks off at 10 p.m. It's two hours long. And if you're looking to quit smoking, do not forget about Cool Clouds Vapor Shop, 3837 West 95th Street. They've got a full taster bar, and they're going to talk to you about the options and educate you. Learn more about them at coolcloudsvapor.com. Before we get out of here, I got to get Doc Mathias back in. Maybe tell some stories. Jeez, all right, here we go. I, well, I had, a, I had a guy that came over this morning for something else here at, at the studio. He was recording a podcast for his company, and, and he goes, and I said, oh, I got Doc Mathias coming on, and he goes, oh, did, will he remember you? Because I told him that I had you in school. I'm like, I don't know how he's going to forget me. I, because, And I'll tell these two stories, and I'll see whether or not Doc remembers them. So I have a white I have a White Sox jersey, first of all, hanging down here that I eventually put Frank Thomas's name and number on because he was my favorite player back then in the early 90s. My daughter wears the jersey, and you had this all-school raffle where guys were buying like 40 tickets at a time. And I was one of those kids that never had any money on them, like never any money on them. And you start giving me a hard time while I'm sitting in your biology class. Like, Lenuti, you're, you're a White Sox fan. Like, why don't you have it? And I'm digging through my pockets, and I am able to buy one ticket the day that you do the drawing you have this giant <laughs> bowl of the entire school you mix the thing like crazy you stick your hand in you pull it out and you got chris lanuti on there the whole class goes nuts and starts screaming this is ridiculous after they all bought all these tickets and i got i had the one ticket and i end up winning the jersey i'm sorry we were both fortunate that we survived that day chris yeah they the thought way. it was fixed they thought it was fixed doc they thought <laughs> you you helped me get the jersey and it was it, i watched you do it you spun that thing around you must have great sleight of hand if you fixed it but the other thing <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I have a picture of it because it was in the yearbook and I'm going to dig it out today so we can put it on social media when I post this show. I won a raffle to shave Doc Mathias's head once at a pep rally in front of the entire school at Brother Rice. And I, uh, I remember when I walked up to you after I was drawn, you were giggling and you wouldn't move your lips and you said under your breath, you better not cut me with that thing. 
and I was so <laughs> nervous. I was so nervous. And you, and you didn't. Thank you, good one. Yeah, everybody's <laughs> screaming. I'm like, if I caught him, he's going to kill me. I'm like, I, 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 I was so nervous <laughs> cutting your head. And I, But I, I'm sure you remember me shaving your head. I absolutely. That's <laughs> an, uh, one of those unforgettable moments out of, uh, out of Brother Rice, for sure. Did you have great regret when uh, you realized that uh, somebody was actually going to do that? Like, when, they, when, when you decided to do this or if somebody convinced you to do it, did you have regret at that moment when the, I think the first thing I did is I went right down the middle uh, because I mean, what else are you going to do when you're going to shave somebody's head? I just put a streak <laughs> right down the middle of your head at that moment. Did you feel regret? No, no, no. It, it, it's it's kind of like the decision I made on, on Tuesday. Um, you, you know what? I knew what I was getting myself into. So <laughs> I was committed. <laughs> that's, that's why I wasn't surprised. I was not. When I read that thing and when I saw what you did, I wasn't surprised because you know what? I mean, look, you're a vet. Yeah, you you and then you did 43 years at Brother Rice High School from what I read. I didn't know it was that long, but holy cow, congratulations to you. That's that's an incredible accomplishment. And then you go and you become a principal. But in my experience with you, you're a guy, you believe in something, and then when you know that you believe in it, you're not concerned about what the consequences are. If you believe it's right, right is right. And that was what I took the moment that I read it, and I was like, this is the kind of person I would have always expected this from, and you didn't let me down, Doc. Thank you, Chris. Thank you for that. Doc may not have gotten his gig back at Queen of Martyrs, but I'm pretty sure there's better days ahead for him. We're going to finish the show with a special song just for him. We'll see you next week on Southside Pod. At first I was afraid, I was petrified. Kept thinking I could never live with you with them by my side. But then I spent so many nights just thinking how you done me wrong And I grew strong And I learned to get along And so you're back from outer space I walked in to find you here without that look upon your face I should have changed your stupid lock I would have made you leave the key If I had known for just one second You'd be back to bother me Oh, now go Go Walk out the door Out that door Just turn around now Cause you're not welcome anymore Weren't you the one who tried to break me with desire? Did you think I'd crumble? Did you think I'd lay down and die? Not I I will survive yeah, as long as I know how to love, I know I'll be alive. I've got all my life, life to live, and I've got all my love, love to give. I will survive. I will survive. It doesn't matter what 2021 will throw at us. It doesn't matter what 2020 or 2019 throws at us. We're going to survive, Chris. We're going to survive. It took all the strength I had just not to fall apart. I'm trying hard to mend the pieces of my broken heart. And I've spent so many nights just feeling sorry for myself. I used to cry. But now I hold my head up high And you see me, me. You see me With somebody new With someone new I'm not that stupid little person Still in love with you 
And so you thought you'd just drop by and expect me to be free But now I'm saving all my loving for someone who's loving me Oh, now go! Walk out the door Out that door Just turn around now Cause you're, you're not, not welcome, welcome anymore Weren't you the one who tried to break me with desire? Did, Did you, you think, think I'd crumble? Did you, you just think, think I'd lay down and die? Oh no, I, I will survive Yeah, as long as I know how to love I know I'll be alive I've got all my life to live I've got all my love to give And I'll survive I will survive Hey, Going for speed. She's all alone. All alone in her time of need. In her time of need. Because he's racing and pacing and plotting the course. He's fighting and biting and riding on his horse. He's going the distance. No trophy, no flowers, no flashbulbs, no wine. He's haunted by something he cannot define. He's going the distance. Oh, I, I will survive as long as I know. 